what's up hello it's jen and i'm Ke- whoa wow i can't say my name it's kel <laughs> and welcome back to the book binge episode and today we have an episode that kelly's been waiting at the edge of her grave for <laughs> why did you i say call- grave i don't know you did just call us the book binge episode just so you know. oh did i <laughs> should we just redo all that Nah, I think you should um, keep it in. Well, this is we- not the book binge episode. This is the book binge podcast, but this is a highly awaited book binge episode that Kelly has been dying to get her book binge hands on. This is the most selfish thing I will ever do for this podcast, I think, is this series alone. Yeah. Like, this I, series I want- is the reason this podcast started. Yeah. So I was but- like, I... I want this podcast, and what is the incentive I need to give Kelly to get this rolling? I'll tell her I'll read Throne of Glass, finally. Throne of Glass. Only for this. Uh, But the best part is, I get, like, I get the memories of us talking about it for the first time, which is amazing for me. Like, this is the most selfish thing. I don't care if y'all don't listen to this one. That's fine. This is for my own pleasure at this point. (laughs) But y'all are in for it. Um, how are you, Jen, first? How are you? How's your week? I'm doing good. So I finished this book on a car ride that I did. And the reason we are so excited to record as well, and we made it such a priority to record this episode, is because I'm actually leaving again this weekend. So that means I get to start the third book after this. <laughs> so, that was an awful noise that came out of me. <laughs> good i'm glad you also have a fun trip coming up so yeah should be fun tell um my favorite person that you are going to see this weekend i said hi and give him a hug for me thank you that's just for my personal thing (laughs) um how are you doing cal i'm living life i think really no (laughs) um no i'm doing pretty good i am just really busy with work and school and trying to catch up on my school which I'm doing really good on. So, yes, that was a big facial expression. Sorry, I just remember something. I'll let you finish and then I'll speak. Okay, um, I'm busy with work, catching up on school. I have not read a single book because I'm apparently in a book slump, which, oof, that sucks. And The it Last of Us is... Before... Next? I, I read the first page. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like it already but it's okay (laughs) anyways um yeah i'm doing pretty good so i went to a party last weekend guys that's that's i have a book podcast so the fact that i went to a party says a lot just so you know (laughs) (laughs) and it was okay i had fun so so uh kelly may have mentioned i made a big facial expression i remember something this is for all of my girlies who are lauren asher fans and who being Lauren Asher fans, became F1 fans. Are you guys excited because Drive to Survive Season 5 is coming out this week? I am so excited! How did I remind you of that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was thinking about it. I was talking about F1 a lot at work today with my coworker Mm. because test racing starts tomorrow or like tonight. Like it's going to be at like 1 a.m. tonight. So when we wake up, we'll find out. Who has the fastest car and who doesn't and shit like Got that. Got it. But then that also remind me, I'm like, 
F1 comes, or Drive to Survive Season 5 comes out this Friday. Oh, and that's exciting. I got into Drive to Survive because I read Lauren Asher's book, The Dirty Air Series, which I only read the first one of. But it was fun. It was cool. I liked it. Uh, also, didn't know though, so I might be wrong, but apparently Lauren Asher was like an unknown face in the book industry. Like she has her books. Mm. You've no, you haven't read her books. I've read them. No, she also writes the Dreamland Billionaire series. The one that I, <gasps> I just made of. a reel about that. About the how third I might one just came it. out, and <laughs> well, the third one just came out, and I'm like about to read it, even though I've said I'm not in the mood for uh, romance anymore. I might read it anyways. I might because read I like them. her. Anyways, I might read them. So this girl, <laughs> apparently faceless in like the book industry like people never really knew what she looked like she f- recently did a face reveal and she literally looks like this little itsy bitsy like princess like disney princess Aww. and everybody's like this this disney princess is the one writing all that smut i cannot wait i actually really want to read her books now i don't know what happened today when i was like "Ooh, romance books let's do it i like I don't them know. they're good they're like they're good enough. Like, I don't have yeah. gripe with them, but I would never, like, be like, this is one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I like, kind of want to read more of her Dirty Air series, because I'm actually into F1 now. But at the same time, I feel like because I'm actually into F1 now, I'm not going to like them anymore. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, you reminded me, real anyways. quick, uh, this is a... I keep doing this. You guys can't see it, but I don't know why I keep doing this. Anyways, reverse. Um, you reminded me the uh, my deal girlies. The Bruins are still number one in the league. Just so you know, Jen. Just so you know. Oh yeah, I saw. <laughs> We're number three in our conference. Yeah, we are. Or in our we subconference, are... but whatever. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how playout goes. Playouts. Playout. Playout. <laughs> wow <laughs> we know sports God, i'm such a guys. fake sports person i anyways yeah today's let's talk book about books is what we know about, throne of glass but Thanks. the second one which is called crown of midnight crown of midnight i kept calling it queen of midnight and then like <laughs> i kept mixing the names up and i don't queen know why queen of shadows is so stuck in my head because it's not is it the th- yes it is the third one never mind <laughs> we just said that <laughs> I keep thinking Air of Glass or Air Air of Fire is the third one. Y'all are in for for this episode because we're both on one. Oh, God. Anyways, this episode is about... Well, (laughs) this episode is about Crown of Midnight, um, which is the second book in the Throne of Glass series by our lovely queen, Sarah J. Moss, who, by the way, was a real jerk with her instagram announcement that i thought was a crescent city book three no crescent city just got new covers yeah new covers and i was like that's rude i got so excited i haven't even read the books is it isn't the next akatar book supposed to be announced first not the next crescent city oh wait no crescent city came out yeah yeah anyways um crown of midnight yeah you want to give us the roundup uh-huh okay I, I'm going to do the plot summary because it's my book, obviously, um, and I apologize in advance for how bad this is going to go, slash long. <laughs> so, 
if you guys, first off, if you guys are going to read Crown of Midnight, don't listen to this episode. We are spoiling the heck out of it. Or if do, you guys, if you don't care about spoilers. I know almost or, everything that happens in this series already. Hold on. Or if you want to read these books but haven't listened to our first episode about the first book of Throne of Glass, listen to that first and then listen to this one. So it makes a little bit more sense. Or not. Honestly, you do you. You do whatever you want. Um, but we're going to get into it. Selena Sardothian, our main character, she... Last time we met her, she had just become the king's champion, and the next time we see her, she is doing the duties of the king's champion, which is um, murdering people, more or less. Uh, except she's not actually murdering the people that she's supposed to murder. She is pretending that they're die dead. They're she is pretending that they're dead um, because they're actually the good guys, and the king's the bad guy. We knew that. Whatever. Um, the king gives her her next target. It's this dude named Archer Finn, who is someone, um, from her life before prison and is apparently suspected to be the leader of a rebel group, um, who is trying to find the lost princess of Terrison, Elaine Galathinius. Um, and so the first half of the book is really more or less Selena attempting to get dirt on Archer, um, and the rebel group and everything involved before she fakes murders him. And lets him leave and gives the king a random dude's head. Um, romantically, we left off on her and Kale maybe together. Not really. But her and Dorian are no longer together. They are friends. That's about it. They're besties. And her and Kale are slowly developing their relationship. It's cute. We have moments. Eh. I will let Jen dive into more of them because I don't want to talk about it. Um... But they're kind of serious. Not kind of. They have sex, finally. So they are pretty serious. Um, Nahemia and Selena are deeper into their friendship as well. And she's teaching her how to read word marks. You guys remember that? Magical shit that we barely passed on. Passed on? Yeah. There's a lot that happens. Anyways. I think that's the first part. Nope. Dorian has magic. Um, He doesn't know what it is. Uh, There's a hooded figure walking around the castle. We got that. And then, um, like I said, Selena and Cole are together now. And then Cole gets kidnapped, which that's not good. His captors send Selena a note and she's not really happy. She goes to rescue him in the process of doing that. She does murder about 13 people and then realizes that Archer Finn, remember him already? We've probably forgot him already. Um, he was the one to capture Cole because he thought Cole was going to question Nehemia about the involvement in the rebel group. And I think I might be wrong on that because I... It was a lie, no matter what. Whatever Archer said was a lie, and I don't remember it, but whatever. Selena finds out that Nehemia's life is in danger. Oh, no. Um, and guess who knew all along that her life was in danger? Kale. Um, so Selena hauls her back to the castle to warn Nehemia, and she finds her lovely friend brutally murdered, um, as well as her guards. Yeah, she, she gets really mad. She decides to blame Kale, valid, um, and tries to murder him. Oh, no, we'll fight over that face. <laughs> she attempts to murder him in her blind rage, fails because Dorian uses her magic to stop her. Um, and only... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, she <laughs> she tries to murder Kale, um, and her blind rage fails, and then Dorian uses her magic to stop her, and she's the only one that realizes it because magic is a big no-no. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> sorry (laughs) selena grieves for like the remainder of this book like that's every decision she makes is in grief more or less but 
yeah, her bestie just got killed, um, which, reminder, guys, everyone she's ever loved has died, so. Grow the fuck up. So has every other main characters. <laughs> Yay. Don't. We'll fight about it later. Anyways, um, she finds out who killed Nehemia and then brutally mur- murders him, brings him to the king and the council. She's been trying to solve a riddle for most of the book, too, about word marks and word gates and word keys and a lot of words. Um, she sees a witch about the words and the riddles. Um, the witch tries to kill her. She ends up killing the witch and is now marked with scars about it. She is still trying to do magic stuff. Um, but she does, in her grief, open a portal so that she can see Nehemia. Um, Nehemia yells at her for opening a portal and is kind of mad about it and then tells her that, no, I needed to die. And then guess who shows up? Archer. Wow. Shocking. Um, reveals that he was the one that killed Nehemia or like set up the plan to kill Nehemia. And then he runs off as a lovely creature walks through the portal. Um, as the creature walks through the portal, uh, Dorian and uh, Kale show up because Dorian had a dream about Selena and how he needed to save her because the greater things are at play here, obviously. Um, they end up at the tunnel at the same time. Creature attacks Selena. Kale tries to save her. They end up in the portal. She turns into a fae. Freaks <gasps> Kale out. Freaks Kale out. She leaves the portal. No longer fae. She murders Archer. Kale's terrified of uh selena because you know she's a fucking fey now but is also not fey i don't know he ends up selling his soul to his father so that she can um go to another country without or he can send her off to another country without her consent super romantic um and then before she gets sent off she decides to tell kale who they're not really friends anymore obviously um all about the all the things that are happening she tells him about the word keys the creature Dorian and her killed that I forgot to talk about, the evil plans that the king has. She gives him a date. The date is about her parents' murder, the date that she snapped it in Dovier, the date leads him to find out information that Selenia Sardathian is the lost princess of Terrison. Her name is actually Elena Galathinius. That was so bad. Anyways, let's get down to it, actually, because let's get down to it. Give me one second. Let's I have get to take down my top to business. off because I am getting overheated. <laughs> Let's get down to business. It's getting hot in here. So take the hunts. I was singing. She can't hear me, but. All right, I'm back. I was definitely singing Mulan, and you were singing She's Getting Hot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. so let's get started with this. Uh, To recap my sentiments. The first book, read it. Like, I think I gave it a four stars. Mm-hmm. I would give this one the exact same rating. I don't really think it's better or worse than the first book. Maybe, like, the tattest bit better, but mm, whatever. Um, I like it. Don't get me wrong. like this book. Excited to keep going with it. Mm-hmm. I also get such great joy out of harassing Kelly about this book. So I will be having controversial opinions. Also, though, I would like to uh, remind everybody that... Although, I kind of know a lot about what happens in the series later on, and I've heard things about certain characters and other characters and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, I'm still reading this for the first time. So if I like certain peoples right now, just put it into the preface that I've only read two books of these people, okay? So maybe I don't have a reason to dislike them. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, also, I, um, in my reread of this book, which is the third time I've done this, um, I switched my review to a five-star rating because it hits a lot different 
the third time, apparently, for some reason. So it's now a five star for me. So. All right. So like Kelly mentioned, we're kicking off the book right off the bat with Selena being a little baddie and doing her job that she's supposed to be doing. The first question I get when I'm reading this book is when she goes to the court and she's like giving off like here's the head and here's the hand with the sigil and here's the wife's hand and it's all just so gruesome. Yeah. We have both Dorian and Kale like longingly staring after her and stuff like that. Yes. And then Kale follows her out of the thing afterwards and they just start talking. They have like this normal conversation where they're like a thing. Like, they're friends, and they're, like, a thing, and you can tell they both kind of like each other, and they both know that they kind of like each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I I don't remember them having this type of relationship at the end of the first book. Where did so, this come from? It came from, okay, her and Dorian had a thing that I don't quite remember, honestly. Um, it was, but Dorian but was they, like, they, oh. they end it. Yeah, n- no, so, is this this book? is it this book oh my god so much happens i don't know dorian saw kale like longingly looking at her and was like no she should be with him because i'm a prince and she's an assassin yeah kale is like royalty but he's like a common man now so there's that i remember kale liking her and i remember her being like kale's kind of hot i'd bag him that's about it that's that's it Anyways, yeah. but they're they're like besties now. They're like hanging out all the time. They're going on yeah. their morning runs together. They're hanging out together in the evenings. It's so mm-hmm. cute. It's so fun. They're just like mm-hmm. girly popping together. They really uh, are. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but we find out that Elena is essentially not listening to the king at all, which is... What did you just call her? Did I call her Elena or Selena? <laughs> you called Elena. Oh, well, Selena. Maybe she shouldn't have named her character so similarly. <laughs> There's another one that's coming in. I told you that last So, week. anyways. Selena, she's not listening to the king at all, which... Are we shocked? Not really. She's girl bossing. Yeah, we learn that she just doesn't think what he's doing is right, and that he's not killing the right people, and he's like, these are the rebels! They are coming against me and my power! And she's like, I think you're taking their power so i don't think there's so much in the wrong but she's essentially giving everybody like all these choices it's like hey so i gotta kill you but like here's your offer you can either like leave town and act like you're dead and i'll go find a second body to use Mm -hmm. and you just gotta give me your ring or i have to actually kill you yeah she's like choose now run away or i'll kill you one of the two most people take the first option. I, yeah. I too, would take the first option, I think. <laughs> She's um, terrifying. I would. <laughs> but, yeah, her next target is one of her old besties from when she was a assassin for her boss, whose name is what again? Uh-huh. What's her <laughs> boss's name? I don't know. Oh, okay, fun. We love that. So, yeah, uh, the big... The, anyways, her him. assassin boss, him. It's this guy, and he's, like... He's a hussy, okay? He's like a courtesan. I'm pretty sure he's sleeping with people for money and gossip. Not pretty sure he is. <laughs> he, he's getting paid to have sex. No offense. He gave me... Look, I I know he becomes a bad guy, so bear with me. 
please tell me what he you're gonna say. He gives me such Finnick O'Dare vibes. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. I was like, please tell me you're gonna say Finnick because he gives me Finnick. If Finnick was bad, Finnick vibes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we find out that he's her new target, and she's like, "Oh, this is my bestie. Like, why mm-hmm. the? F- how did he end up on this list? Like, this is somebody I actually know, so this is actually my chance to." get real information instead of just sparing people's lives all the time like i could actually talk to archer and get information on why all these people are ending up on this list so that's what she does she plans her well she actually like gets the king to give her one month instead of like two weeks to do this instead Mm -hmm. and then she plans to go into town with uh who is it with kale to like run into him and kale the whole time is like kind of pissy that he has to like do this with her because he he knows she's using him to like make archer jealous but in the oh, meantime it's, it's making giving, kale jealous <laughs> it's giving grumpy sunshine fake dating it is I, it's it's, it's, it's giving anyways they run into each other selena's like oh darling dear how long has it been since i've seen you we must catch up darling <laughs> <laughs> She really lays it on thick for this man, and he's like, yeah, you're so right. You're 18 now. We should catch up and have dinner. He's like, damn, you you hit puberty, and you're cute. Puberty hit you well. Remind me again. Are you 17, or are you 18 now? Which is sus, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So they have that. He invites her to, like, dinner and stuff, Mm -hmm. and he's like, yeah, we have to catch up. They invite her to dinner. He goes she goes out to this dinner with her and she's wearing this like swanky <gasps> little dress that has like her it. whole back exposed and kale like sees it and gets like kind of upset and mad about it and she's yeah. like don't wait up for me i won't be back she literally goes i'll see you tomorrow and he's like tomorrow and she's like oh did you expect me to come back tonight and yeah. i was like oh <laughs> and then she purposely sends her carriage home knowing mm-hmm. she's not gonna sleep with this man but she like does mm-hmm. it on purpose just mm-hmm. to make kale jealous yeah yeah she's like mm, is that she's like it's not gonna help me with this mission that i'm doing but it will make the boy who likes me jealous and i like that kind of attention so i'm yeah. gonna do that <laughs> yeah we love i love it let me just say okay i had this thought a couple times during this book and i definitely mm-hmm. knew i wanted to mention it in this but i didn't know where to insert it i'm just gonna insert it here Got it. Selena Sardathian would be a Swifty. She oh, is for sure. so Taylor Swift coded. Tell me the shit the shit she does aside from the killing is not something Taylor would do. As someone who's read the whole book, she is a diehard Swifty. She like, is a Swifty. She learned she's... the playbook from Miss Allison Swift herself. That is what got her through Endovier. Endovier. <laughs> that that's what got her through prison. She was singing Taylor Swift to herself, honestly, because. Who else? That's the only reason I would survive prison. <laughs> she was like, she was taking lines. And you were crossing all of mine. <laughs> now she's on her vigilante shit. <laughs> what song was she singing when she went to go murder all those people in prison? <laughs> I don't know. I need to think about it. <laughs> so, anyway, she goes to this dinner with Archer. And she, like, kind of schmoozes him up for a bit. And then, essentially, as they're about to leave and he, they're, like, walking out of the diner, she kind of turns to him and goes, So, listen, 
I've got to kill you for the king. And he's like, mm. oh my God, please don't, please don't. She's like, chill, chill. I won't kill you. But now. you need to give me some information or else I will have to kill you. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. She doesn't say the information first. First, she's like, you need to like run away and then I won't have to kill you. And he's like, well, I can't run away. Like I have shit I need to like get in order. And she's like, okay, fine. I can give you a month to do it. But in trade of that, you need to tell me what the fuck is going on. And he I he takes that yes. trade so, because he values his life greatly. Yeah. Real quick. We say this really badly, but Selena Sardafian is the queen of playing the game and playing everyone the way oh, she yeah. wants them to. She, she can she play will let you like s- a Yeah, she will let you see. She does it the whole entire time. Even, like, when we get the... We get like kale or dorian's pov and then they're like what the fuck is she doing playing them playing them playing you guys like a fucking fiddle and y'all don't even know about it and Mm -hmm. she just be using her words and i love her (laughs) and her shorts so archer's like i can get you your first piece of information like Mm -hmm. so soon come to this ball with me be my date to this ball and we can get you information and she's like deal let's do that i missed that i remember now (laughs) sorry i remember my bad so they go to this ball kale once again jealous that this woman is dressed to the nines Mm -hmm. now that i think about it this might actually be the night that she said she's not coming home no it was the first night was it okay all right no worries so she goes to this ball finds archer archer's like there's this study with this guy and his library's there like do you want to go look at the riddle that we found and she's like okay yeah sure they go in there, she finds the riddle, and she's like, hmm, interesting. Do you remember what it is? Because I don't. No, but if you give me one second, I might be able to find it. It is only with the eye that one can see rightly. Got it. Is the riddle she finds. And There's as she's like, yeah, there is in this book. And as she's like looking for it, David walks in, which is the man who owns this study. And she like. That's his name? I'm pretty sure it's David. Yeah. Okay. No, it's Davis. Davis. Yeah, Davis. Okay, I was like, there's no way that basic name is in this book. Well, because Davis (laughs) is so much better. (laughs) Davis is better than David, because David is too plain. Archer's (laughs) plain, too, but for Sarah... No, Sarah would not say David. Okay, whatever. Sorry, sorry. Davis. Dave. (laughs) He comes... She, like... She's, like, fakes crying. She's like, I just had to find somewhere to cry. Trying to play this man like a fiddle. But this time, dun, dun, Doesn't dun, work. she fails. Because this man's like, nobody has keys to this place. Not even the maids. Like, you said they let you in. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, no. Essentially, she has to kill this man. But as they're, like, fighting about it, he, like, stabs her with, like, this poison. So she starts, like, passing out. And, like, everything starts seizing on her body. Yeah. And, like, stiffening. And she just, like, stops somehow she manages to run all the way back to the castle despite the fact that her body is quitting on her i have a secret is it because she's she's fake (laughs) (laughs) well like i know that's just my reason i don't know okay i was like i knew like that's a possibility or a chance Mm. but like I was like, she can't I think use it has her fey power in this world, so, like... Yeah, there's no correlation to it, I think, except that she's a badass bitch. And okay. she's better so than anyways, poison, obviously. She makes it back to the castle, 
She makes it to Kale's room. She bursts in and he's like freaking the fuck out over what happened, what happened? to her. Who did this to her? And she has like blood all over him. So she he thinks that she's bleeding and he starts like tearing her dress off just to find out she is not bleeding. Like it's blood from somebody else. And she like just barely manages to get out what it is that she was poisoned with so that he can like help her. His anger, his his upsetness over seeing her distraught, sexy. I will yeah. say it. I'll say it now. Yeah, it was hot. For sure. Love that. The um, only positive thing I'll say. We do find out much later in the book that Archer already knew about this riddle and had already found it and they had known it for it like for months. Archer's they just a bitch. They just huh? I said Archer's a bitch. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they just wanted Selena to look at it because they thought she would be better at solving it than they were. Which she was. She solved it, like, they had it for years, and she solved yeah. it in, like, a month and a half. <laughs> yeah. So, essentially, this riddle takes her back down to the tomb of Queen Elena, which is where we meet my favorite character of this book. And oh, I, I didn't mention so him. And I am so disappointed that you didn't mention him. I have this so is many motherfucking more. More Mother is fucking great. More. Can I just say, Sarah J. Moss, you write fit fantastic inanimate object characters yeah the house of wind my favorite fucking character more my favorite fucking character if you're wondering guys more is a door uh, door knocker he's a door knocker knocker my bad and he did not speak to her the whole entire first book whenever she kept going into the the tomb and then this time he's like what the fuck what's up because he decided (laughs) she was worthy at that point yeah so elena's ghost comes out and Pretty much tells her that she needs to accept her fate and her destiny, and then she gives her a whole new riddle. Yes. Cool. Make sure I'm uh, I don't know the riddle. Is the riddle she finds in the book just leading her to the tunnel? No, I don't remember. I really don't. I know what the riddles lead to in the end. Do I know which ones which are which? No. I really don't. Anyways... She goes to the tunnel, the ghost of the Queen Elena tells her, like, she needs to accept her fate. I know her and Nehemia go down at the tunnel at some point together to try and figure out the riddle. We find yes. out later on that we think Nehemia was lying to us about what she knew in that tunnel because she didn't want to, like, say what she knew to Elena. Not we think. She was indeed fully lied to Elena. Yeah. Or Selena. And they're, like, walking around. There's, like, this hole in the wall and they keep putting up, like, different things to the wall and keep trying to, like, look through the hole. I can't remember because they tried the amulet at one point, which is what I think ends up. No, it's the sword. Yeah. There's but a lot of eyes, the... but they tried yeah. the eye of Elena, which is the necklace that she has. Yeah. That but she work. doesn't try it with Nehemia there. She tries it afterwards, right? Like she Yes, and then Mort makes fun of her. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I can't tell you. What you mean? Yeah, because she's like, can't you just fucking tell me? And he's like, basically, he's like, no, I can't. What's the fun in that? I can tell you that you're wrong. Yeah, I can tell you that you're <laughs> stupid. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, we find out that Dorian's little... N- I was gonna say nemesis. Is that the right word? Nuisance? Know. No, that's not the right word either. His cousin, that's a bitch. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. His cousin, that's a bitch. word I'm thinking of. Anyways, he's coming back home. <laughs> it's not his cousin. It's his brother, isn't it? What do you mean? A lot of family. His cousin comes home. His cousin... Oh, yeah, I completely gloss over that. Yeah, his cousin Ronan is now in the court visiting and working and, like, trying to become part of the court somehow. 
I don't, I don't know, know. He has a black ring on that. his finger. That's similar to the one Parrington has. And then that Kane had. It's sus. Yes. Just saying yes, it's yes, sus. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, he comes back. We find him. This is the R name I know of. And I'm like, hi, sir. I know you will become important at some point. No. Rowan? R-O-W-A-N? Um, no, their names are spelled differently. It's not the same person. Hold on. Aquas for an I saw a TikTok that said people were predicting that Rowan and Rasan were cousins. <laughs> um uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is another R name then. I only know Rowan. No, hold on. It's Roland. Roland. Roland is his cousin. Rowan W A N. R-O-W-A-N is who you are thinking of. However, his cousin's name is R-O-L-A-N-D. Shut the fuck up. I yes. don't. See, this is hard for me to believe because I listened to the book. No, I'm I'm, prom- I'm not lying with you. Like, that no, is I know, not. I know you're not. I'm just trying okay. to find his cousin's it's... name. Because I'm like... <sighs> This is why I hate listening to these motherfucking books sometimes. Because I went through this entire book thinking this bitch was Rowan. <laughs> How no. do I say the cousin's name? Roland. Roland. <laughs> why are the names so similar? How am I supposed to be at fault when the names are so similar? Hey, bestie, you're going to have fun editing that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is not fair. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There is like Aelin, Elena. There's a lead. There's a yeah. I don't know. So there's a Rowan and a Rowan. Yeah, Rowan. Rowan is the one you're thinking of. Roland is the cousin that we don't care about. All right then. So we get a stupid nameless cousin who comes into the book that I spent a lot of my brain power thinking about every time he was on the page because I thought he was important. <laughs> Turns out the bitch is it. <laughs> anyway, do you do you want something good at least? No. <laughs> okay. The next the next time you hear that name, it's the one. Just so you know. Great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the point that got us into this tangent. Dorian's bitch has the little brother comes home, and to celebrate him coming home, they throw a carnival, which brings so many people into town. At this carnival, like, when they're setting it up, Zelena, Kale, and Dorian all kind of run into each other, and they're, like, chit-chatting, and Dorian's like, hey, Kale, bestie friend, best friend from childhood, my friend above all friends, what are we doing for your birthday? And Zelena's like, mm, you don't get to have him. I'm taking him on his birthday. I'm taking him yeah. on a dinner. And Kale's kind of like, you are? I didn't, I didn't know about this. Yeah. But Dorian's like, damn, okay, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> So that happens, but we also find out that there's a, this like witch, this fortune teller at the carnival and half the people are like, she's a fake. People just don't really believe that she's real because Because the witches are rumored to all be dead. Yeah. But Selena's like, I get weird vibes from her and I don't like that bitch. So they leave right away. We go ahead and skip to Kale's birthday and it's really cute. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to snicker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they have this whole thing where they like go on a like little here's the thing 
so I I associate like when I listen to audiobooks, I associate certain scenes to like what I was doing in real life, like while it happened. And I was like driving through the countryside, like when this was happening, like not on the highway, like actually like more countryside type of road. Mm-hmm. So they're like taking this road out to the thing, and I like I can picture it as like the road I was taking. Oh, so they're going out. They go to this place, and she's like rented out this whole restaurant for his birthday. Where she got the idea from was um. Once again, the bitch brother, they had also, like, a dinner for him when he came home, and they, like, brought this woman to come sing, and she sang old Faye songs, so the king had her killed for that reason, and then the food was really fucking good, too, and, like, Kale was having, like, an epiphany over all of it, so Selena was like, I'm gonna make a mental note of that, and I'm gonna bring this back around for your birthday. So that's what she did. She brought it back around for her birthday. She hired that chef for a private dinner. Kale is, like no one has ever done anything this nice for me and i'm like sir it is a meal please have higher standards for yourself yeah so lena finally cracks and it's like hey so here's the real tea on what i've been doing i actually haven't killed a single person the king has asked me to so i'd appreciate it if you stopped looking at me like i am a murderous villain because i don't really like those looks that much especially if we're gonna be a thing which he's conflicted, by the way, because he is the king's guard. King's guard, yeah. And so he's, like, loyal to the king, and she's not mm-hmm. following the king's rules. Yeah. But also, like, she's hot, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he he gets really, like, not defensive, that's the wrong word, protective of her. And he's just like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? You're going to be in danger. We need to fix this, da-da-da. And he kind of puts himself right on there. And then she's like, no, it's fine. I'm going to run away. <laughs> um she says that i did not remember that anyways continue. i'm pretty sure she does because he says he's gonna go with her like he's gonna leave the kings and they were gonna like leave together oh yeah so essentially they create this like whole plan that they're gonna like leave and uh how do you pronounce the kingdom again which and... one terrison no the one they're fucking in that they're leaving oh yeah i don't know What's the and, name uh, of it? Adler, Otter, oh. Otterland. <laughs> Otterland. 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 Um, but before they can leave, they have some loose ends thing to tie up. One of which is getting to know each other's naked bodies as well as they fucking can. Yeah, I think the next, like, the second quarter of the book is just them having sex. But it's, yeah. like, faded black scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cute. It's whatever. We find out... This is her first time, and Kale is a sweetheart and a gentleman with her. She goes and gossips all about it to Nehemia, which I was like, preach, bestie girl. I get it. Like, you gotta tell somebody about it all. <laughs> I love the, what do you say, they do it in, like, the broom closet. And Nehemia oh, yeah, goes, they do. The broom <gasps> closet? <laughs> She's, Nehemia's gossiping right back. Nehemia's so cute. eating all this up. But, yeah, She's... he's, like, having a meeting, like, this important-ass meeting, which is, I think, about... The, the king telling him that they need to be guarding Nehemia, like, 24-7. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> like, the king's like, we need to have guards on Nehemia 24-7. And then Elena, like, comes into the meeting. The king's not there anymore. But as he's, like, telling his men about what needs to be done, mm-hmm. Elena comes in and is like, hey, Kale, uh, you're oh, needed by the king. And he's like, you guys figure this all out. And then they, like, head out. He's like, what's going on? And she's like, I just wanted to see you, and I just thought we could, like, do something. He's like, I have 20 minutes until my next meeting. He's like, she was like, 
that works for me. There's a broom closet over here. And he was like, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was his idea, which makes it hotter. I think, oh, he, put, maybe, I think yeah. he dragged her into it because she was mm-hmm. like, hey. And then he's like, okay, let's go. But like, essentially, this is how like lovesick they are with each other right now. Like they can't Ugh. stand to, shut the fuck up, Kelly. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so pro Selena and Kale. I love them forever and always. Look, I understand that this man might do some bad things later on, but I don't think he is worthy of hate by the end of this book, personally. Okay. So, anyways, they can't get enough of each other. That is until they quite literally cannot (laughs) be with each other because... Kale got kidnapped. <laughs> Which part of me is like, bitch, how did you get kidnapped? Aren't you like massive and like well trained? How did this happen, boy? Aren't you like 6'4 and aren't you like the king's guard? Shouldn't you be like good at not having this stuff happen to you? He's stupid. A but little at bit. At least he's pretty. Do you remember how he gets kidnapped? No. Like if it's just like taken in the middle of the night or something. I like, think it's just taken in the middle of the night and then we don't find, we don't okay. actually get told. So just a quick thing to preface because this is part of my argument that I know I'm going to have to take. Like we said, the king has told Kale like, hey, we need guards around Nehemia like 24-7 because like there's a threat against her. Um, also, we're going to bring her in for questioning someday soon. That's it. That's all they tell him. He decides not to tell Selena right away for his own reasons. I don't entirely remember all of them, but I think it's mainly to keep her safe and to, like, not stress her out. So that's what I'm going to go with because that serves my viewpoint. My mouth is shut until we get over this whole entire scene. Anyways, we find out that it's fucking Archer who kidnapped him. And they, like, send a little letter to Selena being like, Come to this location to get your boy back. She does, and she kind of goes berserks on them. Like Kelly said, kills a shit ton of people. Pretty much every single person in this rebellion group, except for Archer, who, like, walks out with a white flag. He's like, stop, stop. I may have made a mistake on kidnapping Kale and overestimating your drive to get him back. That's on me. I'm sorry. But essentially, he tells him that, like, he is part of this rebel group that the king is after. Yeah. But she was lying and saying he wasn't, but... Yeah, he was lying saying he wasn't, but he was. And then we find out that Nehemia was also a part of this group. And that was why Nehemia kept telling her, like, I can't leave Rifthold because I have important business here. One thing I forgot to mention that happens earlier, because no offense, I don't care about Nehemia. I did it in the first book and I didn't really in this book. So I understand that's supposed to be tragic and everything what happens and that's like her best friend for life. But like I just didn't care about her so that's why I'm kind of forgetting her plot points. Anyways, they have a fight. When they're like trying to find all these riddles and stuff like that, they have a fight essentially where Nehemia is like, you need to accept your fate. Like you're going to be a leader. Like you should be a leader of the rebellion and fight for the Eelway people and like free them and elena's like i can't do that like i have a job here i can't just quit and leave like i'm not built to be a leader and then he essentially calls her a coward and is like you're a fucking coward you she bitch. says you are nothing more than a coward 
Mm -hmm. And that's the last words they say to each other. So, you know, they're ending on bad notes and Kale was told, we gotta watch her, we're gonna question her, so. We find out Nehemia is part of this group that Archer tells her. And Archer essentially says, hey, so we know that the king was going to ask questions to Nehemia. However, we also know that those questions were not questions, but actually just a reason or a way to kill her. They're going to kill her. And Selena's like, what the fuck did you just say? And he's like, and Kale knew. And Kale's <laughs> like, um, actually, I didn't know they were going to kill her. I only knew they were going to ask her questions. So please don't drag me into this. Yeah. So now Selena's really, really mad and she's scared. So she like makes sure Kale is like safe and stuff and like out of everybody's danger. Well, I don't even does, think like, she does that. I think she just dips. She, like, leaves the sword for him and is like, I'm uh, gone. Yeah. Bye. She, like, runs back to the castle. the castle to, like, go check on, on Nehemia. And da, da, da. she's dead. And it's she's... kind of a brutal scene. Like, it's a really, dead, really dead. bad. Like, they did not kill her with grace. Let's just say that. And this really just sends her over the edge. And she's, like, in full grief mode. Full, like, rage the mode. killing calm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the second Kale walks into the room, she goes berserks on him. And, like, is like, you did this! How dare you! And just starts beating the absolute shit out of him. And Kale, like, can't bring it, like, bring himself to, like, hurt her. So he's not really doing anything. But they eventually, like, subdue her and, like knock her out i think it's what do you mean no oh they like kind of do it's more dramatic for that she claws his literal face like fully claws with her hands and then like well okay at first she's like she sees it she sees dorian because dorian saw her bolting and is like following after her and she's like panicking and like there's a scene where she like looks at dorian and then just like takes her nail because she's like and just, like, slowly brings it down, like, Dorian's, like, cheek and, like, his neck and stuff. And then Kale comes in and then she fucking goes after him. She legit claws his face off. She gets one of her knives, tries to stab him. Because um, mm-hmm. they're, like, having this whole battle and he's, like, yelling at his guards not to take her. And he's like, no, 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 no I got her. She tries to stab him, almost does it, gets, like, one knife taken away. And then does the other one, and then Dorian uses his That's somehow magic. That's Dorian he uses, uses his magic like, for the first phantom time. magic, yeah, to he stop didn't do her. It wanting to, no, it's not but like he, he had a plan to. He just kind of did it. He stops her, and then I think Kale ends up knocking her out. No, that's of not that. the first time he uses his magic. The first time he uses his magic is because he like breaks a window. That's the first time he uses it on someone else. And yeah. then Elaine, oh, um, Elaine, sorry, Selena notices too. Like she's yes. aware that he he used he magic to stop her, yeah. but she gets knocked the fuck out. Oops, sorry, I hit my mic. Knock the fuck out and then taken to the dungeon. When does How dare she? When does Dorian break the window? Like what causes that again? I don't know. He's angry about something. Probably mm. something the king did. But Dorian's kind of just girly popping around this book and like he's just like reading books and having fun and kind of being like woe is me (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's him we love him so selena wakes up in the dungeon she's in the dungeon katane's like in the cell next to her 
She's kind of refusing to, like, talk, move, do anything. Eventually, they let her out of the dungeon. She continues to refuse to leave her bed or eat or do anything. Kale is getting real worried about her, but he also knows that she he probably shouldn't be around her. Mm-hmm. We also get a new perspective in this book. Every now and then, like, in these books, and I say every now and then because, like, I think it happened once in the last book and once in this book. We just mm-hmm. get a random new perspective that we are never going to get again. But it's just of people in Kalakala, or is that what it's called? Kalakala? Yes. Oh, my God. This scene gives me the energy of, in The Hunger Games, relating The Hunger Games again, do you know the movie scene, and it's in the book, too, where they're, like, rebelling, and they take down the dam, and it's, like, the whole, like, song of her singing that same energy is this Mm. because they in my head it gives off the same like intense energy like theatrically because of the way it's written but it's Mm -hmm. it's a prisoner in calicola which is one of the other persons sorry yeah it's like a person from eelway and it's essentially just the people in that prison learning that nahemia was killed but then they rebel yeah and then they all get killed so what pretty sure they all get killed Oh, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I think they say that. Like, they kill them. Oh. Because of the... Because they're like, there was rebellions in Calicola. I didn't pay that much attention. If it's not one of the main scenes, I didn't pay too much attention. (laughs) Nehemia care matters. I don't give a shit about Nehemia. (laughs) I understand that she is, like, the cataclysm to this whole story. (laughs) But I do not care. Should have been more interesting. That's all I have to say. So, Dory decides to do more digging on his power finally, and he goes to talk to this witch from the carnival that they saw like a week ago or something. Baba Yellow Legs. Um, Baba Yellow Legs. Love the name. So funny. She She's a character. She's weird. She's scared. I don't like her. He goes and he thinks he's being so discreet by like <laughs> not showing who he is. But this bitch knew all along. He She knew exactly who that man was. Mm-hmm. which i think is so funny but he's just like asking her all these roundabout questions about like who had magic who took away their magic or i mean not who took away we knew who took away um but like how was magic used da, da, da. how could people maybe still have magic mm-hmm. and he kind of he gets some answers and he also gets some more questions selena i don't remember how she figures this out but at some point while she's like pouting in her room about nahemia being killed and being pissed at kale she finds out that it was grave who killed her so she is thinking about the fact that it had oh, to be how inside... she was killed and like it was how, how she was used... killed it was an inside job so she was like it has to be someone that knows this castle and then she's like knows all the assassins and so she's thinking about it and she's like the only person that has like an endeavor against selena really that's an assassin and that brutally murders people like that is grave so she mm-hmm. sneaks out of the castle and goes pays him a visit she finds him finds out that this man is like bragging up and down the street about what he did and about the money he got and she kills him kind of brutally like she tortures him for like information first and then she kills we him. him we he pisses his pants like they tell yeah. us that he does and i'm yeah. like yeah we actually like get to read a decent amount of like the shit she does to him which is like wild and like so this is like pg-13 when it comes to the bedroom scene but not pg-13 when it comes to her slicing off human parts all right don't worry you'll get it eventually (laughs) um we'll get there she she like sneaks out of the castle to do this right 
Yeah, so she sneaks out of the castle, but then she, like, barges into this, like, king meeting that's, like, the king and Kale and Kale's dad, who's, like, come back and, like, has been asking Kale to, like, come join him again um, in their and hometown. And Dorian, yeah. And Dorian, yeah. And Dorian's there, and also Rowan, who I thought was, or Roland, who I thought was Rowan, <laughs> is there. And she just, like, tosses a head. Like, literally, just throws the head and it like rolls up to the king and she's like here you go done also gave her like archer's head or something like that and essentially walks up to the minister um she sorry walks up to minister molin and was like next time you should hire somebody who doesn't have such a big fucking mouth so she takes the head barges in walks up to the table walks up to minister molin drops it aggressively on the table in front of them goes i think this belongs to you oh yeah that's she says and then she goes hire someone that's not related to you whatsoever has no correlation and that doesn't have a big ass mouth and i'm like yes queen you tell him (laughs) you tell him after that she does the classic breakup move and a move that i think taylor swift herself would be very very proud of she burns all her clothes that reminds her of Kale and Nahemia, including, like, the dress she wore when they had dinner, which is the dress she wore when they had sex for the first time. Yeah, uh, everything that reminds her of the two of them, she just burns. Yeah. She just kind of, like, burns all of it. She, then after going through her little, like, cleansing ceremony, she goes to, like, back into the tomb to study some more information and whatnot, finally figures out the riddle. And it leads to another riddle. Well, yep. a poem, but same thing. Poem pretty much says there's three powerful objects. That's all she knows, of, like, just off the bat. Mort continues to call her an idiot, but I love that man. Well, she reads the poem and then is like, what is this about? And Mort goes, I don't know. It seems like it would be about some powerful objects and the locations of the powerful objects. And she's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) You dumbass. I am so mad that we are leaving this castle now because I don't want to leave more behind. I'm like, can we unscrew him from the door and just bring him along with us in our satchel? Don't worry. You get to meet so many new characters, a.k.a. like seven people. I want Mort, though. No, you get uh huh words that I can't say. Rowan, no Rowan. We get one, two, three, four. I think five new POVs in this book. Oh my god! But they're all great. I love them all. Oh my god. Okay. So, anyways, after this, the last step of her little grieving day, which is. Part A, kill the killer. Part B, have a satisfactory, satisfying, like, delivery of, like, I'm a badass, you're a bitch, here's your trash. Mm-hmm. Part C, burn the things that remind you of them. Part D, dissociate for a while. And then part A, B, C, D, E, F, <laughs> G, E, no, e, we're on e. e, part E, actually grieve healthily and she goes to her grave and sings her a nice little song and then part f retracts all the proper grieving and tries to summon her (laughs) yeah but that's later on (laughs) right now selena's healthy she's going through the five stages of grief okay Okay. (laughs) quite quickly in one day (laughs) she hasn't gotten to denial yet kelly (laughs) 
she gets there and they too <laughs> so she sings this song and this is like a part where i'm like are they both equally stupid or what's going on because elaine selena goes there she sings this song it's in a different language we switch to kale's pov and kale's like I followed her here and now I heard this song and he's like, what the fuck is this song? I've never heard this language before. Later on in another chapter or something, we learned that Selena knew he was there. So I was like, did you guys just both equally think the other person was dumb enough to not know that you were there? Or did you guys both know that you guys both knew you were both there and you just both accepted that you were both there? Well, she knew that she was being followed. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time, she knew she was being followed by someone, and I don't, like, I don't think she cared at that point. She just wanted to grieve her, like, mm. that, her grieving ritual, or, like, ceremony, was such a, no one knew about it enough for her to, like, give a shit, really. She's like, I need to do this because this is the way that my people used to hold funerals and stuff, and that's what I'm gonna do, and I don't think she just, I don't think she just cared at all, because they were like, she's, she's like, they're not gonna fucking process this. Why would I care? Yeah. So, which he didn't. The only reason he knows is because someone else told him. He's curious about it. Like, he's, he's like, what the fuck is she singing? So he wants to do, like, some research on it. And he goes to the library and he asks about it because what we do know about Selena's past, really, is just that she came from this family in, how do you pronounce the area? Terrison. Terrison. Which is a country that that Outerland took over. Yeah, and it's a country that used to hold a lot of magic, I think. They were the um, most powerful court in the whole, like, the whole entire, like, country. Not country, but, like, re- continent, I guess. But got they it. refused to seek out power. Got but it. their bloodline is the strongest in magic and everything. Got it. Anyways, so all we know is just that she came from this place and is an orphan. Yeah, he goes and he's like talking to a librarian. He's like, "Hey, do you know anything about people from how do you pronounce Terrison. it again? Terrison singing in like different languages?" And she's like, "Oh, not really. They kind of spoke the same language we did, but sometimes like the noble people were." He goes, "It's rumored that the noble people used another language in their like funeral ceremonies, mm-hmm. but and she knows and he... that it's Fay, and she he the librarian yeah. tells her him." That she's singing in Faye. So, this is where I either did not listen well, or maybe the fact that I... Okay, here's the thing. I want to give myself enough credit to say I'm smart, and I figured it out, and not that I just have spoilers. Because I did know she was Faye. Like, I already knew that. Or I, like, at least was, like, 85% sure of that when I started this book. I did not know she was, like, a queen or, like, a princess, okay? So, when he says that, I was like, oh, she's the missing queen that they've been talking about. Or she's, like, the missing princess. Because mm-hmm. um, I was like, she's royal. Only the royal people knew that. How many more royal people fucking are there except for one royal family? I didn't realize that he just thought she was a noble person. So, this bitch is just running around thinking she's just nobility, not royal. Well, yeah, because they... The famous people themselves, like, were all, like, pronounced dead, what he thought. But he was also a child when all this happened. So when he actually, like, goes in to look at him, like, at the very end of the book, and he's, like, they, it's, like, not guaranteed. Like, Elaine and Galathinius was never found, more or less. He was, like, oh, fuck. 
Like, I thought they found her at the river, though. I know that that's where her boss finds her, but I thought that's, like, where they found her as well, and they were just, like, she was basically dead, so we just left her there. Yeah, it's something, like, vague. Either way, though, it's still not, like, a good confirmation that, like, she is dead kind of yeah. thing. Um. So, anyways, he's starting to have a suspicion that he's, like, oh, she wasn't just, like, a random little girl whose parents got killed. Like, she was, like, nobility. Mm-hmm. But that's all he knows right now so lena goes to see baba yellow leg because she wants to figure out this poem she wants to get this ball rolling and she's like "Mm, well if she's a witch she might know about it we -hmm. find out that the poem is about word keys we also find out that the word or the vegas vagas something like that Mm -hmm. are like demons who came over into aurelia through a portal that was made by the word keys and they split the word keys up into three parts so you need three of the keys to open up one portal and that portal can take you into other realms three main princes princes of um the vogue okay that's the oh okay okay vogue Vogue. so there's three main princes or king or princes whatever No, they're they're okay. They're kings kings because there are princes later. There's kings. (laughs) Sorry. So there's kings. There's Uh, a lot of kings and princesses in this book. This causes some fights with the fae of this world because they're like, "That's not good. We shouldn't do that." Anyways, they get in a fight. The word keys to the portals kind of get scattered around and lost for a while. Eventually, the king, like Dorian's dad, this king here. He finds the first word key, which was in Elena's tomb. Mm-hmm. And he found it like 20-something years ago. And that is how, at least this is what Selena deduces, that is how he got the power to take over like Terrasin and all the other places mm-hmm. because he was able to get power from that word key. Selena then decides after she's gotten all her information, she's like, I gotta kill Yellow... Um, Baba Yellow Legs because I don't want her going around telling people my information. And well, also, Baba Yellow Legs is also trying to kill her. So, well, yeah, but Selena doesn't know that until after she makes this decision. Oh, does it's she? kind of I- like yeah, they're she's kind of like wary about it and she's like gonna try and get away, but she has like really bad feelings about it, so she's like ready to kill her and she's like highly considering it because on top of her secrets, Baba Yellow Leg also offered to sell dorian secrets to her yeah so she was like well he has secrets on dorian and that's my friend so i don't want her if she's willing to sell them to me why won't she sell them to somebody else mm-hmm. so selena's already kind of like i don't think i should let this person like stay alive and then baba yellow like attacks her so then selena gets all the confirmation she needs to like go ahead with the killing ends up killing her hides her body makes it look like she just went missing important but not so important thing that i will specify for you she does get scratched on the neck and now has scars from the witch okay is that something that's gonna become like important later on possibly okay (laughs) there's a lot of things these books are better reading it the second time or like the multiple times because there's so many things like i didn't notice all these little things but I completely understand that, and that's valid. However, the way I see things, like reading them for the first time, if those scars are important, 
they will tell me that it's important again later on when it becomes important again. I don't need to remember right now. They'll tell me later on. Okay. And if they don't, then that's bad writing. I just wanted to tell you. No, you're fine. I totally get that. And I, it's cool seeing like Easter eggs pop up like the second time you read things. Yeah. It's more so just like, I'm not going to remember that right now. I'll remember it when they tell me to remember it later on. But after this thing with Baba Legs, she gets the information about the word key. So she goes back and I don't remember why, but she goes to the secret tunnel in the library. But I don't remember why she does that. Like why Um, she decides it's a good idea. She and her grieving, I don't, I just know she's like trying to get more information. And so she's like, there has to be something more about the word keys and the word marks in this giant ass library. In the process of like going through the library, she finds this door, this fully iron door. And then like, she goes back multiple times. And then eventually this time that I'm assuming you're talking about, like, one of the times that she goes, she sees, like, yellow eyes on the other side, and then she's been seeing, like, this dark cloaked figure a few times throughout the mm-hmm. castle, too, that's, like, sus. And then she sees the yellow, yellow eyes behind the door, and then she's like, alright, I need to find more shit out. And so she decides to go through the door, and I'm assuming this is where you're going with yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's more or less, she's just trying to find out more information, and then she's Does she just, bitch. like, break the door, or just opens the door? She uses word keys, I believe, to oh, open the door. Oh, yes, she does. Because she knows um, some rudimentary ones. Which, oh no, excuse me, sorry. She used words marks. Reminder, word marks are little magic symbols. Word keys are little stone things that control stuff. Oh, word gates, open portals. Oh, that's what different. Okay, then. That's why I said all there's a lot right. of words. She goes into here. She finds this creature and attacks her. Uh, Dorian follows her. Because, like I said, Dorian's in his book girly era, this book. And he's, like, really in the library all the time. So he goes with her. He uses magic again to save her. Can I just say? Oh, they like they both do. This scene is terrifying because she's like going through. She's like going through all these like dungeons. She like opens the one door and she's like, "There's cells here." She opens like another iron door. There's more cells, and she like goes through this whole like like, very dramatic thing of cells, and she realizes she's in the clock tower, um, which is like from the first book too and then she's like these are all cells what the fuck and then she sees this creature that's like Sh- i don't this understand is what the human. importance is of the clock tower is there yeah. an importance to it um am i supposed to know what the importance is or will i learn it later i well okay in the process of going through like all of these and then seeing the creature that's like human-like and then when she kills the creature and she there's like human-like yeah. features yeah eventually at the, at the end of this book she starts connecting things with the yeah, king i know that i know that i just what does the clock tower have to do with anything i don't know i do know okay it's important at some point okay let's just skip it then yeah she kills this person this creature finds creature. out it's human and it's kind of it was yeah essentially finds out it's human and that it was this other person who was like having pretty similar headaches to what caltain was having and we kind of find out through dorian that rowan has also or rowlin has also been having these kind of headaches so we selena thinks rowlin's next and that caltain might be as well Mm-hmm. But we quickly find out Caltain has actually been taken to some other place with that Duke Parrington. 
So she's kind of so in the clear is, for now. Is she? Because Roland also got taken away. Oh. Both Roland and Caltaine went with Parrington to Moroff, which is a mountain. That There's sus stuff happening there, too. Okay. So she's like, mm, it was like almost more confirmation that mm, something's happening and the king's doing some even more fuck shit than we thought. All right, then. Yeah. Oh, my bad. So the information I said about the king getting the word mark 20 years ago, that actually she finds out about that after this event. It's not okay. before. It's okay. So finds out about that afterwards. She decides... I can't do this on my own anymore. So that's when she enters the denial stage of her grieving. And she's like, I'm going to open a portal and go talk to Nehemia again. Because she finds this, like, book of death or something that has, like, these word marks in it mm-hmm. on how to do certain things. So she uses one of them to, like, make a portal to talk to Nehemia. Uh, Nehemia essentially is like, why the fuck are you opening this portal? Like, do not do this again. Be careful. Things are dangerous. And she also, like, tells Selena this thing, which is kind of, I think, a little sad and it fucks with Selena a lot. So I feel bad for her in this case. But she essentially, like, tells Selena, she's like, I accepted my fate. I knew I was going to die and I let them kill me. Essentially saying that, like, she knew her dying would have a bigger impact on Selena and encouraging Selena to fill this leader role that she, like, was destined for then staying alive would motivate Selena. So she, like, lets herself be killed. And that really fucking rocks Selena's, like, mental space. Yeah, because she... One of the reasons why... Like, I know Nehemia doesn't have, like, that good of, like, a plot. Like, she doesn't. She really doesn't. But I like Nehemia so much because Selena... Literally everyone she's ever loved has died. And she lived in a prison. Like, she likes Dorian, yes. She likes Cole, yes. But is like, the first girl that she's, like, been friends with. And yeah. I don't know how long and so she has such a close attachment and then when she finds out that Nehemia willingly died and left Selena alone and like she always has people leave her whether it's their choice or not like truly fucks with her more than it is because she's 18 yeah Yeah. no I feel really bad for Selena in that but that's why I like Nehemia I I like Nehemia because of the impact that she has in the story itself I guess or in like Selena so it's just that like it's kind of selfish. Like, it makes you think, like, did Nehemia ever care about Selena, or did she only care about using Selena to get her goal met? There is more at play than what we know. And I get that, but I'm just saying I think Nehemia was kind of selfish. It wasn't. Okay. I I personally think, knowing what I know, it wasn't selfish. Okay. While this is all happening, Dorian gets this dream where King Gavin, like the old king that was married to Elena that's down in the tomb, mm-hmm. comes to him and is like, yo, you gotta go help Selena. She's in danger. So he wakes up and he's like, I should go help Selena. But he goes to get <laughs> Kale first. And um, Kale's like, what the fuck do you mean you had a dream? And he's like, I had a dream. Leave me alone. He's like, I had a dream. <laughs> Just follow me, please. And because it's about Selena and Selena's safety, Kale's like, Fine. say less. Let's go. <laughs> So, they run down to the dungeon. Selena comes out of, like, this portal or whatever of talking to Nehemia. And when she gets out, she realizes that Archer's there. And we find out that Archer is a bad guy after all. We find out he was lying all along. Mm-hmm. 
and he actually just wants the word marks or word keys himself and that Nehemia was warning her about him and that Nehemia actually wasn't working with their group that much or she was like about to leave the group or something and that Archer was the one who put in the threat the call of the threat into him and that Archer is the one who hired Grave and like and Archer brought kidnapped kale so kale. that selena would be distracted yeah well, he purpo- he oh. didn't do it because of it he did it to distract selena mm-hmm. out of the castle so that grave can kill nehemia mm-hmm. and he also did it to build mistrust between selena and kale which is where my argument comes in because selena i'm jumping ahead a bit but after all this selena wholeheartedly admits like she admits she's like yeah, Kale actually is not at fault at all. He's not at fault at all. And Archer did indeed succeed in creating mistrust between us. And I don't feel like I can trust him anymore. But it feels wrong that I can't trust him anymore because he didn't actually do anything wrong. Fun fact. I have more reasons why I don't like Kale and you don't know them yet. <laughs> yeah, and that's valid. But I'm saying in this book, I know he's not hateable yet. I I mean I hate him for that. I didn't hate him when I read it the first time. However, I don't like him for it still. Okay, but that's but. bias. You know you have known I hated him this whole time. You know I this know, is the first but... thing you knew about the series is you know I hate Gail. I know, but like bias for this book. However, okay, I I did feel the way you felt just a little a little bit more hatred to the fire. I definitely okay. did not hate him until I think the later books or the Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this whole last little bit of the book, like, opening the key, maybe even as much as, like, the library thing, I'm listening to all this as I'm running yesterday. (laughs) And I'm, like, running, and I'm just running there. I'm like, (gasps) (gasps) I was like, (laughs) there's so much happening. (laughs) And I probably looked insane to people as I was running. (laughs) That's funny. Um... Essentially, this portal's still open that she made to talk to Nehemia, but she comes back. Archer's trying to, like, get the word key. Archer starts attacking her. Uh, Dorian and Kale get there. They find Fleetwood. They find Archer and Selena there, and they find yet another monster. Yeah, I was like, it's very much they're fighting. Creature comes out of the portal. Archer and Selena see Creature. Archer runs away. Selena sees Creature. Dorian Kale go up. See, like, Archer running away. See, Selena start fighting this creature. And then Fleetfoot Fleet is like, I nowhere. got this. And Fleetfoot should not. I was running and I was the whole time. Every, like, five seconds, I was like, I swear to fucking God, if this dog dies, if this dog dies, I'm going to kill myself. This dog better not die. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But one Fleetfoot of my is notes, the hero. Because I, like, wrote... I, like, stopped running at one point. This is for chapter 48 to 50, and I just had to, like, write down a bunch of thoughts real quick. And I was like, so is Fleetfoot okay? I can't take it if the dog's dead. <laughs> Fleetfoot is indeed okay. Yeah. <laughs> but she drives the creature into the portal and runs after the creature. Yeah. And then and Kale then runs after... also f- goes in there, and then Fleetfoot. Kale goes in there as well. Or no, yeah. No, Fleetfoot Fleet is running after Fleet... the creature. Kale runs after Fleetfoot. Selena uh, runs Selena after. Like, Selena knocks well. out Dorian first, actually. Selena fully knocks this man out because she's like, uh-uh, you ain't coming with me. And then, like, either Kale or she do it because he's the yeah. prince. And they're both on the same page of, like, nah, Dorian can't be in there. They both, one of them knocks him out. 
And then she also goes into the portal, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, then, she yeah. turns into fame. My first question, like, one of my notes I have, when this first happened, I was like, does Selena know she's royal or know that oh. she is fae? Uh, and the answer to them both end up being yes. Which I have so, my own questions about because this is the first time I get a glimpse of, like, Maybe I don't like Kale because he seems really disgusted when he realizes that she turns Faye. But then I think it back on it. And I'm like, Farah too was disgusted at first with Tamlin. And then she grew to love him, okay? She was also disgusted with R- Rysan. And then she grew to love him as well. So maybe he just needed a second to adjust. <laughs> Anyways, they go through, they come back. Everything's all good and dandy. Dorian wakes up again. Dorian never finds out that what the fuck happened inside the portal. Mm-mm. Uh, Selena and Cole kind of keep it hush hush. Selena's like, "Yeah, it used to happen a lot when I was a kid, but ever since the magic got taken away, I can't do that anymore." So it, it was a bitch going through that again. It fucking hurt. Uh, and she's like, "He's like, how did you have power?" And he's like, "Oh, my mom's not Faye, but like my great grandmother was. But like, I don't know how it skipped my mom and went to me, but it did." And it's all just, like, very, like, sideline conversation. Like, very, like, just nonchalant. So, let me just read this note I have real quick, and then I'll decide how I want to word it through. So, I have, I'm confused. Does Selena know she's fey or royal? Was that something that was never told her as a child, so she just never learned that? Or did she know from the beginning? Because Kale made it seem like she knew that information, the royal part at least, after hearing her sing at nahemia's grave and did some research like he said something along the lines of she went the only place that royals can be safe to avoid the death and she became death herself which if you ask me i think that's some big brain thinking for a six-year-old to do (laughs) okay well okay do you have a question or like do you want me to say stuff no you can just talk um he's giving the six-year-old more credit than he deserves we do at some point i will tell you this uh get a flashback and a lot more information about mm-hmm. her lineage she didn't have a choice he gave her way too much credit for that and no she did not have a fucking choice she didn't yeah he's you're right a six-year-old would not pick that but <laughs> later in life she realized oh this is the better place for me to be kind of thing yeah. and that's why now selena sardathian is selena sardathian and not Aelin Galathinius, more or less, but she's known. But at the same time, I guess, it's I guess like... we'll find out later. Because I was gonna say, like, does the I'm so mad I can't remember his name, but the guy who takes her in, her boss, does he know who she really is when she gets taken in? And if that's something I'm not, obviously I'm not supposed to know that right now, so don't tell me the actual answer. But that's like a question that's rolling in the back of my mind. Because at that point, I'm like, is he doing this for vindictive reasons? Did he change her name because he knew who she really was? Or was she just like, well, she's an orphan. She needs a name. Um, You, I believe it's next book, get the flashback of her childhood Sick. and stuff. So you will get answers then. I believe it. I th- it should be next book. I would be surprised if it's not because of the reveal that we have, but... So that's kind of the end of the big plot of the book. Afterwards, we just have some quick wrap-up stuff. Essentially, Kale trying to be Kale and, like, help her in whatever way he can decides, well, she's Faye. She should go back 
to her people, even though Selena has never interacted with Faye, actually. She's like, I was six years old. I told you I barely even know how to control this bitch. Yeah. Uh, so he, like, talks to his dad and is like, hey, if you help me convince the king to send Selena to this place called... Let me look it up. I got a random. It's, um, Wayland. No. Yes, that's correct. Win- Winland. 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 Uh, if you help me convince the king to send Selena to this place, Winland, I'll come back home with you. And his dad's like, you got a deal. <laughs> so they go, they talk to the king. The king's like, oh my god, this is a genius plan. They're trying to take down this place. I don't know anything about Wendelin. Am I supposed so, to know stuff? Did they tell me things during this book that I ignored? Or is this just coming out of left field? There's little things I think they mentioned. So they they talk about how Wendelin is related to Terrison at some point. When they talk about Terrison as a whole, I think a few times throughout this, they talk about Wendelin and like Terrison's royal family has cut, like their family related somehow. I mean, they're all related somehow because it's fucking you know but um their closest cousins are the powerhouse of winland and the king of terrace or the king of otterland has been wanting to take over winland or like have winland like at least like starting a fight or something and so he's like i can get someone on the inside but winland has been taking like has been just like helping as best they can but without like actually doing anything so yeah he just wants to kill off more people that are related to him or terrorism people i guess okay so anyways they get through selena comes in the king's like we're sending you off to this place and she's like oh thank you so much king you're the best king ever can't wait to serve you but then afterwards she talks to um kale and she's like you're a fucking bitch i have work i need to do here and he was like no this is your chance to like run away and go back to the fae and she was like what the fuck are you talking about dorian's also pissed about this because he's like how dare you send her away the book ends with her getting ready to leave she asked dorian to take care of Flatefoot, which i think is so sweet and cute Mm -hmm. i love it and then her and kale are saying goodbye at the docks and kale's like saying all this stuff he's the one who sent her away yet at the same time he's like i'll be waiting for you like i'm here for you i'll come find you and then he's like i love you and she's like don't fucking say it no she he legit goes i love you and she's like i'm sorry yeah and she's like just know if it wasn't for all this it would be you it was always you from the beginning and i'm like that's cute and then she gives him a date Yes. And, like, the way they explain this thing is, like, I leaned in his ear and I whispered something. And they keep talking about, like, she said something to him, but they won't say anything. And I'm running. And I'm just running. And I'm like, give him what? What's going on? You gave him a a name. A book. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, it's a date. <laughs> so I'm running. And I find out it's a date. He goes back. He finds the date. Does some research. And finds out, essentially, that she is the girl She's the missing princess, um, Alien Galathinian? Is uh, that her last name? or a- Alien Galathinius. Does this make your cousins with Dorian now? Yes. They're distantly related. Girly pop! But that's why I said I was like, they're all related, technically. All, oh, all royals yikes. are, like, yeah. you know how, like, Game of Thrones, they're all yeah. related? Yeah. Makes sense. I can't judge yeah. too much. I am a yeah. fan of the Shadowhunter series, and that book has like 
five families and that's it. No, they're like way far apart from each other. Okay. So anyways, that that's how we end the book is we find out she's the missing princess that everyone's been talking about. She's like in charge of Aelin Galathanian and she just got shipped off to her biggest allies possible. Yeah, and... it's so dramatic and I love it so much because she does like tell him the date and he's like, all right, I know this date. This is the date when she gets her parent. Her parents are murdered. This is the date she snapped it in Dovier. And then he's like, all right, let me look up more information about this date. He's like, this is the date where like all of Terrison fell more or less because obviously the royal family fell. And then he's like looking at the Terrison line and he's like slowly going through all this information. And he's like, it like the last part, it says lost princess of Aelin, like Aelin Galathinius more or less. And he's like, oh fuck that's mm-hmm. what she wanted me to say by the same time he goes oh fuck he connects the two together also because when she goes to when she scratches him when nahemia dies and she like loses her shit on him she says you will never be my friend you will always be my enemy he realizes she meant it as in she fucking meant it he is a child of otterlin the child of like royalty yeah. in otterlin and she is a child of terrison and otterlin destroyed her family and he's like yeah. she meant that through and through so the fact that she's just yeah. sleeping with the people who like like yes they didn't have any control over it but like, their families are the ones that killed hers <laughs> and she's just been living in the castle he's like oh my god oh my god she's just been here this whole time and we didn't know she's been under the roof getting all of this information all of these things i just sent her off to like you said the biggest ally she could have oh fuck i fucked up and she's like haha bitch i still played you (laughs) she's like thanks i didn't have a choice but i guess that actually technically works for me (laughs) so that's where we end this book i'm really excited to read the next one yeah. I gave this one a four stars. Yeah. I I genuinely, I think I talked about this in the last one, Throwing a Glass. I was like, the first two books are, like, insignificant. Oh, Reading the second one, not the first one, reading the second one after knowing all of them, because Sarah J. Moss, I love her. I love the fact that she's so young when she wrote these books, because she does the thing where she just throws in this stuff. That you're not going to remember. You don't need to remember at the moment. She will tell you later, like you said. But then when you go back and read it, and you're like, you've been planning this shit for so long. (laughs) You've had this. You've just had this in the back. You've been planning this stuff. Like, there's so many things that are said that I'm like, you don't think about. You didn't think about them at all, because it's fine. Yeah, she plans a lot. I'm really excited to, like, read more about it and like learn more and i can't wait for the next book honestly i'm actually really excited to start it this weekend yeah so so that's that's it for this episode it's a really long one and we apologize for that so thanks for joining us make sure to like us follow our podcast on apple spotify everywhere you can find podcasts give us a little rating follow us on instagram uh that's just the book binge podcast or Mm, book binge pod the book binge pod pod on instagram we also have a tiktok now so go ahead and follow us there as well and until then we will see you you guys next time bye bye